This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. Should you need any medical, psychological, or psychiatric advice, please consult a professional in your area. Thank you. Welcome, wonderful friends, fellow human beings, to a piece of yourself. As I, as perhaps you, continue to work on attaining peace for yourself through working on a piece of yourself, being the wonderful, complex universe above your eyes, in your brain, known as the mind. Such a vast universe of experiences. The trick comes into what information we put in and how we put it in. Meaning, if I hold on to pain, more things will hurt me. And this is part of the path of awakening, part of the path of working on yourself, knowing that you have a choice in how you view things. And that many times things of the past will come up again specifically so they can be looked at in truth once and for all and therefore let go so to speak meaning i don't have to hold on to that pain anymore now frustrating days come and go in the last episode i talked about Smashing my French press on accident had the potential to completely ruin my day, and if I so choose, days to come. My relationship towards that specific object could change. If I let the fire grow, it will indeed consume everything in its path, as fire does. Fire is necessary and needed, but must be controlled. Otherwise, it becomes a threat. Otherwise, it becomes dangerous. Now, part of the path of opening up our mind is seeing, as I've talked about in previous episodes, the wondrousness the grand wonder of every day, every little object around you, and nature, woo, nature is a wonderful teacher, and beautiful to behold, and yes, can be very scary and violent, such as storms, but the sun, life-giving, the summer days that we're experiencing now, the heat needed. How wonderful things around us, the plants that feed us, that feed every living thing. But had I not 
done my research, done my work, if we choose not to see that wonderful nature, those little reminders, then we're depriving ourselves of fuel for joy and gratitude, fuel that helps us to help others who need to see those things, be reminded of those things. The reason why I bring this up is because when I had my frustrating day and I kept working on changing the spotlight of my awareness onto different things rather than dealing with it, as I started reviewing, reminding, and dealing with those things that were frustrating me, which really means seeing the truth in the matter. Nothing bad happened. It's okay. I'm going to be okay. There's always going to be a light at the end of that tunnel. Something very small and white and what many might consider insignificant happened to me as I left the grocery store, went to my car. There was a little honeybee right on the driver's door. Now my first instinct was to bat it away, maybe even kill the thing, but I did not do that. I sat and I watched this little honeybee crawling across my car. And when it walked off my door and I opened it, the bee flew and it kept trying to get in my car, it seemed. So I would shut the door, wait a few seconds, it would fly, land once again on my car. And it didn't matter if it landed on the hood or the trunk, the minute I opened that door, that bee flew, coming towards the door again. This distracted me. It actually brought me some joy. I began laughing at this little bee, thinking, what are you doing? I can't let you come in the car with me. Now, technically, maybe I could have. But at the moment, I was just having a chuckle to myself. This little honeybee completely distracted me from what I was thinking about and reminded me of the beauty of nature. This little insect has a life essence. It's alive. And it landed on my car. Me, the one who was allowing frustrations into my day. And as soon as that bee finally flew off, I had a smile on my face. I almost wanted to let it crawl on my hand but I thought there was a chance it would sting me. <laughs> so I didn't do that. Maybe next time. And with that being said, I'd like to share a little beautiful little poem about uh, the humble bee, as it's called. Burly, dozing humblebee, where thou out is climb for me. Let them sail for Puerto Rico, 
far-off heats through seas to seek. I will follow thee alone, thou animated torrid zone. Zigzag steerer, desert cheerer, let me chase thy waving lines. Keep me nearer, me thy hearer, singing over shrubs and vines. Insect lover of the sun, joy for thy dominion. Sailor of the atmosphere, swimmer through the waves of air. Voyager of light and noon, Epicurean of June. Wait, I prithee, till I come, Within earshot of thy hum. All without is, mat is matridome. When the south wind in May days, With the net of shining haze, Silvers the horizon wall, And the softness touching all, Tints the human countenance with the, a color of romance, and infusing subtle heats, turn the sod to violets. Thou in sunny solitude, rover of the underwoods, the green silence doth displace with thy mellow breezy base. Hot midsummer's petted crone, sweet to me thy drowsy tone, tells of countless sunny hours, long days, and solid banks of flowers, or gulfs of sweetness without bound, in Indian wildernesses found, of Syrian peace, immortal leisure, firmest cheer, and bird-like pleasure, Aught unsavory or unclean Hath my insect never seen But violets and bilberry bells Maple sap and daffodils Grass with green flag half-mass high Suckery to match the sky Columbine with horns of honey Scented fern and agrimony Clover, catchfly, adder's tongue, and briar roses dwelt among. All beside was unknown waste, all was picture as he paced. Wiser far than human seer, yellow-breached philosopher, seeing only what is fair, sipping only what is sweet. Thou dost mock at fate and care, Leave the chaff and take the wheat. When the fierce northwestern blast, Cool sea and land so far and fast, Thou already slumberest deep, Woe and want thou cannot outsleep. Want and woe which torture us, Thy sleep makes ridiculous. And that was written by Ralph W. Emerson. And a beautiful reminder of a bee. A beautiful, magnificent bee, but such a small thing. 
such a small thing that can go unnoticed on a daily basis. All insects, all plant life, all nature, all animals, everything has that life essence, has a meaning, a purpose, something to show us and something to teach us. But so easy not to see with how busy everything is in this world today. And speaking of insects, here's another poem about the fly. Yes, this insect, I will admit, is quite annoying if there is one in your house. But it's my habit of being annoyed. There are many things at play with my opinion of this insect that's worth looking at. The only reason we don't like all these insects, also known as bugs, because they bug us. They annoy us. If an object or a human did the same thing, we would be just as frustrated with them. And that's where pure love comes into place. Pure love can never be taken away by a certain opinion, a certain event, a certain judgment of it. Meaning, if I truly loved insects, they could never annoy me. But they do, they do annoy me. And that's the part that I have to work on. Little fly, thy summer's play, my thoughtless hand is brushed away. Am I not a fly like thee? Or art not thou a man like me? For I dance and drink and sing till some blind hand shall brush my wing. If thought is life and strength and breath and the want of thought is death, then am I a happy fly if I live or if I die? And that one was written by William Blake. And there is some depth to that one. This repetitious reminder is, it's all on how I view things. And even if I initially viewed it with a negative light, I can change that. They say that if you have an income of $32,000 a year, that you are among the 1% of the wealthiest people on this planet. This comes as quite a shocker. A lot of the time we're only looking at our country, not even the whole of the country that we live in, but just the city, those that are around us. 
And if we don't feel like we're rich, well, then we're not. But all we have to do is to look at the grand scope of the entire planet to realize that there's a very good chance that you have it very, very good. But we're not focusing on that. And if I can see how much I have to be grateful for, then I can't help but think, am I earning that? Well, how can I earn it? Help others. In whatever way you can, a conversation, a reminder. The other one they say is simply that if you have shelter, food, and spare change, that you are exceedingly wealthy compared on a world scale. And sometimes it's very humbling to broaden that perspective away from the city you're in, away from the country you're in, and look at the whole world. There are so many speakers, so many books that say one of the biggest problems is this idea that I'll be happy when, or if only I, then I could be. And unfortunately, if that's the idea, then we got a long, long road ahead of us that we might never attain until I can be grateful for where I'm at right now. And even if I'm not happy where I'm at, the idea isn't to say, oh, I just want to get out of this situation. I hate this so much, whether it's my job, whether it's people who I'm around, whether I feel like I can't go to, uh, you know, if I want to travel or I want to visit this place or whatever it might be. If I look at it like, oh, I just want it so bad, but I can't have it. Suffering, so much suffering and a strong likelihood I'll never get that thing. A lot of the time, I've just got to word it differently. And it doesn't happen overnight. But, for example, if I felt stuck, it wouldn't be worth it to focus on how stuck I am or to focus on how there's just no way I can get out of this. It would be worth focusing on what would make me happy? What might there be out there that I might love to do? And then I start researching those things. I start meditating on those things. What options are there? What chances could I take? That's such a different switch, a shift from I just want to get out of here, in which now the situation I'm in becomes more and more overwhelming and I just can't stand it and I hate it. That's not where any of us want to be. I need to be grateful from wh for where I am, what I have, always. But if I really think that I'm meant for something more, if I really want to do something else, then I have to be grateful and start thinking of a plan. 
start looking at different options, start communicating with different people. And this will get me much, much further. I'll leave you with one last poem for this episode called The Evening Song. And part of it makes me think of watchfulness, watching our reactions, watching our emotions. Those of us who are watchful of our reactions, watchful of ourselves, keep ourselves in check, give ourselves those helpful reminders. Being watchful is a very useful tool on our journey of life. Shepherds all and maidens fair, fold your flocks up for the air. Gins to chicken and the sun, already his great course hath run. See the dewdrops, how they kiss every little flower that is, hanging on their velvet heads like a rope of crystal beds. See the heavy clouds low falling and bright Hesperus down calling. The dead night from underground at whose rising mists unsound. Damps and vapors fly apace, hovering over the wanton face of these pastures where they come striking dead both bud and bloom. Therefore, from such danger lock, everyone his loved flock, and let your dogs lie loose without, lest the wolf come as a scout. From the mountain, an arid day, bear a lamb or kid away or the crafty, thievish fox break upon your simple flocks. So secure yourselves from these. Be not too secure in ease. Let one eye his watches keep whilst the other eye doth sleep. So you shall, good shepherds, prove, and for every hold the love. For our great God, sweetest slumbers, and soft silence fall in numbers on your eyelids. So farewell, thus I end my evening's knell. And that was written by John Fletcher from the Faithful Shepherds. Thank you so much for listening. Much, much gratitude for you for being alive in this life as I am, for taking the time to listen.
thank you. Thank you so much. Namaste to you. The soul in me sees the soul in all of you. Your suffering, your struggles, your strengths, your joys. Be well on your journey. Much strength to you. As you continue your path of awakening. Take care. Love yourself and love others.